0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: 105.3 HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, and all the rest of it. Our telephone number is two six zero six three six eight. Are we getting any a little closer to this, Doug? We're just hoping to make it work a little better. 2606368, our uh, concept for today, if you want to talk about something and if you want to go in one direction or another, I started off the program uh, just bringing up the message of sandwiches. I mean, it's no big deal. We eat sandwiches all the time, but there are so many different ways of getting them. Uh, Today, for example, for lunch, I had a, a Cuban sandwich, which if you've never had one, uh, if, uh, if you have uh, ever uh, seen one of those, you know, there's it, it, roast pork in it, uh, ham, uh, cheese, and it uh, seems like there's a couple more things. Mustard and, it's, and pickles? It's, and it's grilled. Mustard and pickles, yeah. And it's grilled. It's uh, pressed. Uh, pressed on a presser. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like a, a waffle iron, but a little different. And we have Michael75 waiting for us to, uh, well, let's find out. Michael, say, Michael, where are you? Hey, I'm right here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. Oh,
2: okay, great. Um, we were in London last year uh, visiting a church, and you know yeah. the English pr- pronounce the word pasta as pasta, P-A-S-S-T-A, p-a-s-t-a. Pa- pasta, yeah, that's how they pronounce pasta? it.
1: Pasta? Okay.
2: Pasta, yeah. So anyway, the head cleric had invited us to dinner at his w- uh, at his house, and his yeah. wife had made. His wife had made fettuccine alfredo, so a light bulb went off in my head, and, and uh, uh, the cleric was near the uh, uh, bowl of um, fettuccine, and I said, "Can you pass the pasta, pasta?"
1: <laughs> yeah, and you you were awake. Uh, how many hours trying to think of that one?
2: Uh, about three seconds. Anyway, my. my my mother, uh, when I was a young boy, visited a friend of her for uh, the summer in Livorno, Italy. I don't know if you're familiar with Livorno, Le- but the Americans uh, screwed that uh, place's name up terribly. They called it Leghorn, L-E-G-H-O-R-N. How they that's that's, that's that. a kind
1: of chicken, isn't it?
2: Well, I don't know anything about that, but how they got Livorno into Leghorn was a, a, a tremendous mystery of stupidity. So anyway, when she gets back, she said, "Son, I had something great over there." I said, "What, mom?" She said, "It was called linguini vongole." I said, "What is that?" Oh, that uh, is ling- ling- linguini with clams and uh, a garlic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Mm-hmm. A- and
2: they uh, there was an Italian place in the '60s, and uh, a real classy Italian place, not Tony's Spaghetti House, but it was on Bourbon. Uh, you might remember the name, and they made a great one over there. Um, I'm trying to think. I think it started with a G. Uh, your boy uh, um, Underground Gourmet, I think, wrote about it also.
1: Mm. Do you remember? That? Well, they, you know, there were there were a lot of Italian restaurants uh, on Bourbon Street, especially because that was pretty much a, a, a Italian part of town.
2: This is. This was uh, not an. Okay, this was not a, 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 a southern Italian red gravy type. This was a northern Italian with uh, the white sauce and the linguine, et cetera. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I, I hadn't had a good linguine bongoli except at my house in about 30 years until I discovered this place. It took Mondo's place on Carrollton. It's called LJ's. They had a great linguini vongole. E L L E dash yeah.
1: J L J. You know, it's funny you should uh, mention that because I wrote a fairly lengthy article about that very place, and I was there myself uh, just a couple of Yesterday. days ago. Yesterday. So So uh, it's uh, it's really it really hit us hard. We thought it was terrific. Michael, you? what do you yeah.
0: like there? Uh,
1: just what I said. The linguini vongole.
0: Oh, okay. That's it? Okay. Uh-huh. That's all I I'm had. I'm sure it was is good.
2: Yeah, it was, Did it you was have great.
0: the oysters uh, there?
2: No. All I had was a linguine vongole. It uh-huh. was delicious.
0: It's uh, it's pretty outrageously good. The oysters there are presented on a ceramic plate with little indentations for the oyster. They do not come grilled on a half shell. And... uh. It, the breadcrumb, garlic, parmesan, and olive oil mixture that is on top of the oysters is killer. I mean, it's a fantastic taste.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I
2: have to, I have to go back. Uh, I will have the linguine bongli again, but I'll have the oysters also. What, what is that called?
1: It's called. Uh,
0: I think it's called char grilled oysters. Char grilled oysters. Yeah. yeah. But Whoa, also the okay. she crab soup is unbelievably good.
2: Oh, my yeah. friend had that. Uh, this friend who I was having uh, lunch with had the she crab. He said that was great too. It is, so, great. And, and one Looking
1: more, for... and one Warren? more the, one more the pasta. Uh, uh, this bolognese, is one, the bolognese, bolognese uh, which was <gasps> unbelievable. It was good.
0: great, and I had the uh, I had the rigatoni scarpetta. Which is not yeah. a red sauce. I'm not a fan of their red sauce, but this was not a red sauce. It was just tomatoes with olive oil, garlic, basil, and cheese, and it was really terrific, really yep. great. So,
1: and if, so if you want to read over more have... of this, it's uh, it's in our newsletter, nomenu.com. Tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow, there Tomorrow and uh but it was it was uh terrifically good and when we walked out of there we said boy thanks for finding this one it, it's 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 good yeah, good yeah it's, it's, it's a and great it, addition it, it comes across at first as being another southern uh italian kind of a place but not really this this one is kind of pushed up a little one of the, uh, the people who run it and own it uh, or have New York backgrounds, which explains a lot.
0: Well, actually, the, the his background. He's from Lakeview. He grew up in the neighborhood, and then went to work in New York. He actually worked yeah. at Andrea's this was his first job, and he said that Andrea taught him the single most important thing in the restaurant business, which is mi casa e su sukasa. And uh, and then he went to work at Mezzaluna in New York City, where he became good moon. friends with um, with uh, Scott Conant, the celebrity chef who owns the Scarpetta franchise. And uh, then wound up after Katrina, 15 years at as the corporate chef for the Chimes. So this oh, was butter. a return to his true self, which is pretty darn good eating. Anyway, uh, that's his anytime, Anyway,
2: we were outside of uh, Florence, and um, a couple of years ago, and I ordered the uh, risotto nero, they call it, uh,
1: which yeah. is a, a black a, a black uh, black
2: black ink, black ink squid uh, black risotto. Ink. Okay,
1: exactly and right. When, Got a new
2: When it came, my wife recoiled in horror, saying that looks like the BP oil spill. I said, let yeah. me taste <laughs> it first. I will not care what it looks like. I will taste it. So anyway, it was fabulous. So I, I searched the, uh, all over the United States, every nice restaurant. Nobody had it. But guess where I found it? It wasn't even on the menu at Andrea's. Andrea
0: said, I'll make that for you, and it was fabulous. Yeah, yeah. He'll, Look, he'll Andrea, do when Andrea does it, he can really do it, you know? Exactly. It is still possible to have a fantastic meal at Andrea's.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I did. I, I committed the cardinal sin after that. Um, I, every time I went back, I got the uh, risotto Nero, and I also brought my own recipe for some Italian, to I'm Sicilian, some Italian foods, and he cooked them. I thought he'd be shocked when I when I did that.
0: Well, mm. you know what? He means it when he says it. Mi casa su casa. You right,
3: that's
0: I love his duck. His his rotisserie duck finished off uh into crispiness is really spectacular
2: yeah my, my wife at this uh, place little chinatown they make a great uh, uh, crispy duck also and so we can't eat it all get half of it home i take an orange and some uh, orange marmalade put it on that uh, the next day and it's a great orange
0: duck okay so michael i really trust your world traveling opinion yeah. little chinatown is a good place to go Excellent. Okay. But it's not I mean it's not as good as uh, a
2: couple of things at uh, a place that Tom hates. It's oh, called the what's look, that? it's called the, the Chinese kitchen on Carrollton. <laughs> Best, Eagle, <laughs> no, uh, Best no,
1: hey you know what I could prove that is wrong because on in the third restaurant review I ever wrote for the Vieux uh newspaper. Remember that place the Vieux Kore carrier I think it yeah. was. The name. Courier. Uh, I, I wrote a, uh, an, a a weekly restaurant review column, and the, the the second or the third one was about them, and I I had a a note in it about them, and they've been putting it in their ads ever since. So uh, well, I, 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 don't, I, they were. I would warn you that it's one of those places where they really load up the food, and the prices are very low, and you know what you get yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a lot of people in that part of New Orleans that uh, that really kind of need that. So that's Michael. Uh,
0: you do not my- seem like a Chinese kitchen kind of person.
2: No, no, I'm anywhere. That's great. Uh, I guess I'm not okay. a Yugoslav person either, but I love that too. So anyway, uh, the Chinese kitchen, Tom. I have the review you wrote of it, where you said it was nothing but a, a place for a little young kids in in college and everything. From it's college, yeah, up that's what they were there. But that, it was it was never. Okay, uh, 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 yeah, but that that that's not a positive review. Your review was an implication that it was just some little cheap place.
1: Well, if you want to take it that way, but that's certainly not what I meant by it. As and uh, I, I and again, I tell you, they liked it enough that they oh, actually yeah. put my quote in their ad. Well, so. I'm gonna have I to agree. go there because I've never. You, never you look, it doesn't,
0: see, I do kind of need to have kind of an atmosphere to what I where yeah. I'm eating. But um, on you 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 your have recommendation, hated, you, you, I might go.
2: Okay, but I it, it, like uh, certain things. You only get one or two things. I don't recommend anything else. There's the sizzling right. wall bar. There's the pork fried rice, which is unlike any pork fried rice. You have big, monstrous pieces, almost steak-like pieces of pork. And then, of course, the, the best egg rolls I've ever had in the universe. Those three things. Don't, Th- don't go those- anywhere else.
1: Oh, no, no, no. You, there was one thing you had that uh, it, it was that pasta, uh, p- excuse me, pasta. It was kind of done in the in the back of the plane, and they would put two di- different things in the pan at the same time, and it would, woof, up to the ceiling. Remember, remember no, that? Not, I'm, yeah, I'm that's sure that's the, still on the menu because no, it's what everybody loves. I just recommended no. that. That's the sizzling war bar. Sizzling war bar, exactly okay. right. Okay.
0: All right, yeah. so Michael, um, have you been to Dianxin? No. What is that? Well, that's the uh, the quarter version of Little Chinatown, where they're serving really? dim sum. Is there dim sum at Little Chinatown?
2: No, no dim sum. My, my okay. uh, dim sum place, uh, I know the owner, and it's and it's real good. Is Royal China? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. All right. Well, at, D- at Dian Shin and the Quarter, they're doing some dim sum, too.
2: Yeah, I don't get to the Quarter that much, uh, although I love it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, any, anyway, yeah, that uh, uh, that's what I recommend at uh, a Chinese Kitchen. But the Little Chinatown is great. The duck, Okay, I'm gonna, uh, the, the,
0: I love crispy duck from a Chinese yeah. restaurant, and I, I'm going to yeah. have to try that. But make sure you tell them I want it crispy.
2: Make, okay. make an emphasis
0: on that. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, All thanks right. for calling. Okay. So, well, is uh, have Michael gone? Michael, wait, is he still there?
1: No, he's still here.
0: Michael, <laughs> have you no. been to the fiery crab out in Kenner? No, actually, we're supposed to go there. I got the menu,
2: and it uh, looks like they're, they're getting a pretty good attendance, so I'm going to try it. I was going to do the Tom Fitzmaurice uh, theory and wait six months, but.
0: Yeah, there uh, you go. Okay, well, give us a report on that, Okay. Okay, Definitely sure want to will. hear about that. Okay. Right. Happy holidays. Thank you, Michael.
1: There we go. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and uh, and with Marianne too, and anybody else who wants to join us, which could be you,
0: it almost could starting be. to sound like uh, Doctor Seuss
1: here. And two six
0: zero six three six eight is the number.
1: You know, during the last call, there was a, a quotation, and I'm, I'm, I was tempted to. Uh, say you know I'm gonna put this aside and and leave it for later okay there's always funny little things that start floating through the atmosphere mm-hmm. and we just floated mm. okay but well michael here.
0: 75 is kind of hard to follow uh,
1: yes i know I, I don't
0: mean hard <laughs> to follow like you don't understand but it's like he's got so many interesting yeah. things to say right uh he's such a world traveler that it's a you know it's he's a tough act to follow but if you would like to, please give us a call. 260 is the number. I could sit and talk to him for the longest time. You know, I did a piece for NoMenu.com on the uh, Revions that we've been uh, featuring every day. Yep. And uh, today was the Windsor Court Grill Room. Yeah, what are they
1: doing? They're doing a
0: great great menu that is very contemporary and so interesting to me that I would like to go to it. And so I was going to throw out that we should ask anyone who would like to join us for an impromptu eat club to do that. Are Mm. you interested in that at all?
1: Sure, why not?
0: I could maybe get a table of ten and see who would like to join us next week at the Windsor Court Revion. It's $55.
1: Yeah. That's all? That's pretty good for them because I, I remember know. a few years ago it was over $100. I
0: know. But you know what? I think that the um, it's a very limited menu. It's not like Pelican Club. It's got two choices in each course. But they're mm. good choices. They're good choices.
1: I hear the tune that tell us that it's yes. time for a break, and we will do that. And we'll come back with more of the food show, and I hope you do too, six68 and, but now this. We've had a busy day today, and a lot of coverage, and a lot of different ideas. Started off the program talking about sandwiches. Your kinds of sandwiches, the ones you would a like cubano. best. A cubano. Thank you. What?
0: A cubano. Cubano,
1: cubano. Uh, that's. I had one of those hey, for I lunch so. today. actually,
0: cubano. Yes, correct.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you know th- there are great sandwiches all around the world. Uh, probably, if you ask me, just. From my perspective, what's the best sandwich in the world? I would say a muffaletta.
0: It's pretty close. Yeah? I like a club. A club? (laughs) But I think a muffaletta is a great sandwich. It's a unique sandwich.
1: And everything helps with the other things in making an overall really interesting maximum flavor. And that, that's how it is to me. Anyway. There's a lot
0: of great sandwiches out there, though. There's is sure a hamburger is. a sandwich, Tom? No. <laughs> I'm, At any moment, Ron the gourmet waiter should call because you know? Ron likes sandwiches too.
1: Well, just get a sandwich if you want a sandwich. If you want a muffaletta, you know I mean. If you went and you said, "Give me a, give me a muffaletta," and they brought you a a, a hamburger, would wouldn't you feel feel
0: you know what? Uh kind of puzzled, is, is a poor least. boy a sandwich? A poor boy is uh-huh. a sandwich, yes. It is a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I, <laughs> I hate to say this. And
1: it's also a poor boy. It's not a since co-boy. But it's
0: holiday time.
1: It's the I'm holiday season. I'm rather fond. Oh, your great heart. Return turn in mine. Oh, wait a minute! I'm sorry. I just t- get taken by Christmas. Yeah, I know. Whenever you just get it, carried away. Christmas,
0: you know, it's just, you just get carried away, and I don't fight it anymore. I just let it happen. I let it wash over me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like like if if you turned on a shower. Yeah. After being gone for a long time, and it came out brown and washed over you. That's how I feel.
1: You don't feel well.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying, when you start singing and I let it wash over me, oh, that's the oh, kind of thing that it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I love? If tell we're me. talking about sandwiches, it being no, the holiday me. season, it's mm-hmm. so basic. But I will be the first to say that I dare anyone to challenge this. Okay. Who doesn't love finger sandwiches?
1: Oh, uh, I, I've got a theory on that. If you are, do, if you're catering an event at your house in your office uh for you, just for general principles and you want to have some little snacks in there it doesn't matter if you have some nice big shrimp lobster over here caviar for goodness sake over here and steak and whatever you want to name and you just put it out in a display so you your customers your your friends yes. can come up mm-hmm. and uh you can buy the best imaginable food and also put in just one tray of finger sandwiches, just regular white bread with uh, with ham and cheese or whatever you want to put in it, but nothing complicated. I can tell you that no matter what it is you're putting in that tray, people are going to come over there and eat a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. They could be eating the the all the other wonderful things, but for some reason, they go after the finger sandwiches. Now, go figure that one out. No reason to get rid of it because it saves you a lot of money.
0: Actually, it doesn't because uh, the finger sandwich trays are not cheap.
1: Oh, they're cheaper than a muffaletta.
0: They're not cheap, and the, the muffaletta trays are even more expensive, yes. You can really spend some money on Sandwiches uh, tray Sandwich Sandwich trays That's what I'm trying and, to and say And
1: nobody will tell you What a cheapskate He's just putting out Finger sandwiches People actually like them Well and do they, don't, they, they, You don't have to announce
0: punch. that Like it's some big revelation No it That's isn't. what I just said I said I love Finger sandwiches And I dare anyone To challenge that And say that they don't like them Because everyone Eats finger yeah, sandwiches Yeah well
1: then we are In a close harmony
0: Now, I will say this, Um, you don't see this too much, and I'm glad of it, especially at any party that I go to, but when I see a tray of like egg salad finger sandwiches or tuna salad finger sandwiches, not so much. But the regular standard roast beef, ham, turkey, you're good. Um, you know, I went to a party over the weekend, and there was a tray of finger sandwiches. And there is such a thing as overstuffed, two stuffed finger sandwiches. Yeah, one. When, when finger sandwiches become an inch and a half of meat, and then the bread is kind of pressed down to to be that sort of wafer, that's not good. Like no. I I looked at the finger sandwiches and they were too stuffed, and so I didn't eat any of them, which is really peculiar for me, because I do eat a lot of finger sandwiches. I love them. You know, you can make your own finger sandwiches easily enough, oh, and I know course. people are rolling their eyes at me right now, but... Um, you put ham
1: and cheese on a, a piece of bread and you cut you it can, in half. You
0: can do a tray of finger sandwiches much cheaper. Than buying them by just making them yourself. And it's not that hard and it's not that long, but you do have to have a deft hand with it. You have to have a long, serrated knife and a light touch, or you flatten the bread and it's really kind of gross because yeah. flat white bread is kind of gross. And uh, if you are gentle with it and you keep it, you know, normal size bread. Then you can really, really cut way down on the amount that you spend on finger sandwiches if oh, you do them yourself. It really, it really goes by quickly. I oh, mean, I can huh? do a whole loaf of bread and finger sandwiches in fifteen minutes. My I mean, my
1: point exactly. Just go ahead to put as many of them really out as you want It's really easy to do. Yeah. Really easy to do. Now let's let's have a, a pleasant reminiscence, if if we may. There was a time when there was a major baking operation uh, for just regular white bread that was on I-10 between what is now the Superdome and uh, the other end of it in Metairie. And you would uh, just be driving past and it smelled so good because bread, while it's baking, smells wonderful. Yeah, it does. And then they wound up moving the whole thing out to New Orleans East, so that we well, was lost what Was it
0: bunny bread?
1: Bunny bread, yeah.
0: It was? well it was I think I went on a field trip Hulsam there. Wholesome
1: Sunbeam was the name of
0: it. Oh, yeah, I know. That's on Downman Road now, isn't it?
1: it, it part of it is. I think most of it is.
0: Yeah. But... Uh, I remember going on a field trip to Bunny Bread once. Yeah, yeah, good. They were showing you around. You know what? When are you ready? Has anybody baked white bread themselves?
1: Um, I don't know of anybody, but I know of something that's real close to it. And have you ever been to um, the uh, poor boy shop uh, on Carrollton, um, excuse me, on... Uh, Magazine Street right off of uh, Napoleon Avenue, the name of which is, um, oh, gosh, what is it? It's an Italian name.
0: You said Carrollton at Magazine? No. That doesn't exist, does it? No, I didn't say that.
1: It was Magazine and Napoleon Avenue right there. There's an oyster bar. Oh, Casamento. Casamento's, thank you very much. Casamento's has a kind of bread that they call, again, there's another funny name for that, Uh, but it's just a regular white loaf of bread that hasn't been sliced up yet. Mm -hmm. And that's it's identical. If you ever see them cut it, uh, other than the fact that it's not going to be completely regular in shape, uh, that's that's where it all started. Well,
0: I want to try it one of these days. I want to bake a loaf of white bread.
1: You will uh, be very disappointed by what comes out of it because – it's it's harder than it's worth
0: do you have to, i wonder if you have to need white bread
1: you have to need it if you want anything you know so if you don't need something don't bother with it
0: Hello, hello,
1: anyone out there to laugh? Need a laugh here, just a laugh. Well, just one, no big deal. Uh, That was a good one, though. You
0: know, one of the things that that we talked about yesterday with Vic Garretts, who who, who co-owns with his partner Jason, the restaurant that Michael 75 was talking about, LJ's. Yeah. He came to the table to say hello, and I saw these little breads on the table. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was excited to see them because they had that Italian bread, sesame seed on top quality to it. And I thought, oh, you know, these are going to be good. And then I pulled one open, mm-hmm. and the crumb inside was very dense and not appealing i agree and so i now i don't know if i had taken it home and toasted it if it would have been better mm. but when you have a very dense crumb and it's not really toasted it it's very unappealing
1: it's it it, yeah. it needed a little less uh let's say aging
0: like maybe if they had i don't know toasted it and made it garlic bread or something i don't know but anyway uh he asked me i asked about the bread. Because I was curious to see where he was getting it. It had that, like, old New Orleans United Bakery look to it. And he said he was getting it from Gendusa. Mm. And uh, and I said, yeah. you know, I, I'm, and he could tell that maybe I didn't like it so well. And he said, you know, I'm a little disappointed in it. I wanted a more elastic Interior, and that's exactly what the Angelo's bread that Infestados uses has. It's an elastic interior. The only other place that has it like that is um, those little Koshan breads that I'm obsessed with. I am currently obsessed with the bread at Koshan.
1: Oh, well, they've got you.
0: It is so delicious. We These have some rolls that come out with little micro bubbles on the top, and it's shiny, a little rounded, shiny top. And then you pull them apart, and butter melts on them, and they're just scrumptious.
1: Did you hear that we have uh, Michelle online?
0: Oh, we have uh, Is Doug letting us take a call? Uh, he is, Cause it's, yeah. Because it's, it's yeah. break time. No, okay. oh, it's
1: break. Okay.
0: Should we ask Michelle to hold, or is okay, Doug no, approving please.
1: this? Michelle, can
0: you hold? Yeah. Okay, okay put Michelle on. Right, let's go. Okay. Hi, Michelle. Hi, I make crusty white bread. Yeah? You do? Yeah, I have a great recipe for white bread. You make Mm. white bread, just like sliced white bread. Well, it's a lot better than that stuff, but yes, I have made bread. Mm -hmm. White bread. Uh Uh-huh. Do you have a KitchenAid mixer? When you... When you slice it, do you do you slice it like sliced bread and make sandwiches out of it? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, cool. Where did you get today? this? Did you get it online?
1: Ladies, uh, say, no. Uh, no. say it twice and uh, hear it once. Would Here you me. like me to send you
0: the recipe? It's very easy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. please. Send it to oh, Tom oh, at we'll, no menu oh, dot com. Email. Yes. hmm Okay. I want to try thanks, it. Hey, Kitchen, thanks a lot for that. Kitchen Aid mixer, KitchenAid.
2: Aid Kitchen. dough
0: Does oh. it does it call for uh, a lot of kneading? Because I'm kind of lazy.
1: Yeah, it does. <laughs> well,
0: that's why I'm asking.
1: Do you have a KitchenAid mixer? Okay. I mean, we've got a machine that will do that, <clears throat> but uh,
0: yeah, but anyway. it's got a, it's got to rise and then, uh, and
1: uh, then just you send
0: have- it to me. I want to see it because I, I definitely you have- do want to try it. Do
1: you have a KitchenAid mixer? Yeah, we do.
0: Then, yeah, and we you do. have
1: a dough hook? Uh
3: huh. Mm-hmm. We do. Yep. So you just knead it in the mixer with the dough hook for 10 minutes, and mm-hmm. you do something else.
1: Yeah, that's right. Kneaded. That sounds about right.
0: Good. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to try it. Now, it'll be a I'll, while before I actually decide I'm going to do it, but I'll, I'll I'll report on it when I do. All right. Okay. I mean, well, thanks
1: there. for bringing it up. It, it is uh, a topic that once you get into it, you're going to go deep into it because this is not something that is done easily. In fact, Wonder Bread, the great uh, victory of Wonder, uh, Wonder Bread was that they figured out a way to uh, bake this bread and then to slice it uniformly. Did you know that? Well, we're going to take a break for some uh, something or other, and then we'll come back with more of the food show, so stay tuned and thank you. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and uh, Marianne is here with us. Anybody? Oh, is Michelle still here? Did we finish that? I can't remember. It's done. Okay. Well, it's great to be here talking about today we uh, started out going after sandwiches. This is well, what I walked in the door with uh, the subject on my mind. Sandwiches. Huh? What's uh, what? What's your favorites uh, among sandwiches, or do you like sandwiches at all,
0: or Who doesn't like them? sandwiches? Well, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are some pretty bad ones. If you out
0: don't there. like sandwiches, I have to know. Give us yeah. a call. Yeah. Well, find sort out. Sort of a basic thing, I think.
1: Pretty, pretty basic, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, we'd love to hear from you about that or anything else on your mind. If you are an eater, if you are somebody who really enjoys cooking, uh, all of those things, we are here every day discussing it. So uh, share it with us, would you? Your thoughts or your questions or your any of those. Two six zero six three six eight is the telephone number. Boop, 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 boop. What okay. else did we have left over uh, from a few minutes ago? We probably had of I was open.
0: thinking you were going to continue, and then you started boop doop mm. dooping and I figure, okay, well, I guess you know, we're not going to talk about that.
1: I, I was establishing uh, my, my rhythm.
0: Yeah, I don't see, back to the finger sandwich idea, uh, I don't see too many trays of those um, other kinds of finger sandwiches, um, except – I did see a tray of peanut butter and jelly at a kid's party once, and I yeah. guess that that's something that you can get a tray of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm. I used to make pimento cheese mm. finger sandwiches.
1: Mm. Whose?
0: Steven, I think. Steven's? No, Steven. Steven. As yeah. in yeah. Steven.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, it's always easier to make
3: finger sandwiches if you have an electric knife.
0: It's easier to make finger sandwiches. Rather of a, What
3: if you have an electric knife?
0: Yeah, you know what it is. A, yes, serrated. and 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 no, because I have never had an electric knife. My dad had one, and yeah. I thought they were kind of silly. But um, but if you have just like a regular serrated knife and are gentle with it, I'm sure it would be easier if you had the, you know, if you had the electric knife because you wouldn't have to use your your hand as much but you can certainly yeah. do just as good a job i think yeah with yeah. a little care. Well, you
3: just smash them with no no, no knife, you don't ha-
0: listen believe me there is nobody that thinks squished finger sandwiches uh is grosser than i do yeah. um so i'm very careful and i don't squish them but i do make them without the the uh i make them with a serrated non-electric knife anyway go ahead
3: yeah, but any restaurant I've ever worked in where we've made finger sandwiches for parties and that yeah. sort of stuff, we've always used yeah. electric knife.
0: I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right about that. Yeah. It's uniform. What comes
1: out, everything comes out with the equal amount of uh, distance from top to bottom. Because yeah. if if uh, a slice what, of bread use, kind of if
0: you use the electric is is what mm, you're yeah, saying. If you yeah. use the electric, okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, the other day you were talking about Popeye's Chicken, and the I name, was? yeah, the name Popeye did not mm-hmm. come from Popeye the Sailor Man. You were talking about spinach, but Popeye he swears the Copeland's were up and down in in court that it was because it was that French Connection movie and the the that's main It was named Popeye, so that's, that's why he. He did pay Popeye some money, but not as much because he claimed it came from the detective on the French Connection.
1: As I recall, that didn't fly in court. But I don't know. I can't remember. Go take a look at it and find out for us. I'm, I'm not trying Wait, to. What
0: did, he, what did he say it came uh, from?
1: The, for the the people who owned the credit on Popeye, which yeah, was a right, comic strip right, going yeah, way back. Right. And uh, – And those people, uh, they went in, they said, you can't call... uh, Your your,
0: chicken Popeyes. Yeah, Yeah, uh because we're
1: Popeyes, and we've been Popeyes for Uh for 50 years here. Uh And the way I remember it, and I may be wrong, is that uh, the local Popeyes did not win that one. But I'm not sure... So uh, I, I, and yeah. I don't have any way I can look this up. Well, there but was they, that uh,
3: detective in The French Connection called Popeye.
1: That that's exactly right. And Al Copeland said that that's what he was imitating. Was that he he thought that would be cool, but he didn't figure on this comic strip. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean it 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 would have been amazing if it had not gone that way, mm-hmm. but. But I I look into that. I think you will find that that's what happened.
0: Well, I I wonder how much he had to pay for it.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure they made a pretty good deal on him. Mm -hmm. But uh, once again, it's been so long since it happened that I just don't remember the details.
0: Yeah. So he's immortalized the word Popeyes. That's for sure. Has
1: yeah.
3: Mm
1: Yeah. And um, And I look at Lala Lala
3: again today. Who? And Lala. Lala. For food out in Harahan.
0: Oh, Yaya's. You went to Yaya's?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had their lasagna. Uh, it doesn't meet up to the lasagna that we like at G Orlando's. But for one thing, it just wasn't warm enough. It was just lukewarm and the cheese wasn't even melted on top of it. And he got so busy. I got there right at 11 o'clock and by 1115, the place was packed. So I, I, didn't get to talk to him to say, hey, you needed to put this under the bamboo and at least melt the cheese. So, you know, uh, but it's I will really rare to in. get
0: really stove-hot food in restaurants, don't you find? Yeah.
1: Uh, yes.
3: Well, usually-, usually the lasagna, they usually pop in an oven or under the bambarine for a few minutes, and it, most of the time lasagna sort of comes out bubbly. But this a, and it didn't have much red sauce in it. There was lots of hamburger in it, but there wasn't much
1: tomato.
0: Don't you find that true of lasagna in general now? There's not a lot of sauce.
1: Well, not well, The I, last time I had one, which was about two months ago, it was where was, was that? Of uh, Orlando's. Oh yeah. yeah? Tent-
3: Giorlando's Tent- Tent- Giordano's has a lot Real- of red sauce. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I know when I make uh lasagna, it's usually from leftover spaghetti sauce. So it's mm-hmm. really pretty red.
0: I like yeah. uh I like Marcello's
3: lasagna.
0: Yeah. Marcello? I think the Marcello was lasagna is really good.
3: in the in his lasagna, but uh I think it would have been better if it was a little warmer and and if he hadn't gotten so busy I would have sent it back and said, "Hey, slide this in, under the bambarine for a couple minutes. But,
0: well, yeah. I wish I could hear what you're saying, Stephen. I'd talk to you if I could, but uh, okay. I, I can't. I don't have a headset, so um, okay. I hope you're at the um, end of your and list.
3: <laughs> now, I'm, I'm being your action reporter, and I'm out on Harrison Avenue, Sitting in the car, getting ready to go to the flea market, but look, it's pretty busy out here. All the parking spaces are totally taken ah. up out here, so I'll give you a report on Harrison oh, yeah, Avenue. Good. hopefully I'll have those t- tastes of those Italian meatballs
0: all right, yeah, good yeah. idea, thank okay. you. Give us a report tomorrow okay, thank you, Stephen. Bye. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Mm-hmm. That's 260-Menu. So I'm trying to listen to the show through Tom's headset, which is usually up high enough to do that. And Tom has a thing during the show. He's sitting at his desk, which has two little drawers absolutely overflowing with little pieces of junk like all kinds of junk and so during the show to entertain himself he will sometimes start digging in those drawers so I'm trying to listen to the show through his headset and he's digging through the drawers and all I can hear is the rattling of all the junk in the drawers don't do that Tom please Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. We started talking about sandwiches, a Cuban sandwich. And I was sort of hoping we would get off on the topic of pickles and things that are oh, yeah. um, you
1: hit that pretty hard, I thought.
0: Things that are made better by regular old pickles. And um I'm trying to think of any others that really, really matter if you have pickles. And all I can come up with is a hamburger, to me, needs pickles. And a um, a Cuban needs pickles. And I like an oyster poor boy with pickles. You know, um, as I think about pickles and a hamburger, I'm trying to remember, because I don't go to Company Burger, and this is why I don't go to Company Burger, that they have a rather rigid feeling about what is appropriate on their burger. And so if you ask for lettuce, tomato, and pickle, you cannot have tomato. So, because they, they don't feel like tomato is appropriate on the burger. So I don't know if pickles fall into that too. If you're a company burger fan, And frequent company burger or even go at all, which is more than I can say that I do, uh, I would like to know, are you allowed to have pickles at company burger or not? Because, um, Because there is a list of things that you can have on their burger, and that's why I don't go. Hmm. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. That's 260-MENU. What else is on your almanac today, Tom? There's not – it's well, not a lot. No. We, we what is the what is that a, thing that we said that we were going to talk about? Um, it's oh, – uh, We were going to talk about – Oiseau Santet.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. That's an interesting concept. Uh, let me see if I can get the actual
0: – Well, I'll read the, what you have here. Yeah, Okay. It's uh, throughout Western Europe, restaurants serving a traditional menu often have a dish or two that seems, from the name, to be made with some small unidentified bird. That's right. In fact, these are slices of veal or beef that have been rolled around a stuffing Mm -hmm. a roulade
1: Uh of Uh, ground
0: uh, meat, sausage, or pâté. They're tied with string, browned, and sauced, and when the process is finished, it's easy to see why they're called birds without heads. These dishes are delightful, unless you think you're getting a real bird. Veal birds is how the idea is usually rendered in English. We included the expression here, even though we did a couple of weeks ago, because it seemed to fit here earlier.
1: That's true, and uh, all of those things. I remember when, uh, during the time when you would go to a place like Louis XVI, and they would do a lot of that sort of fancy cooking, where, where the fanciness of the of the food was eclipsed by the goodness of the food, usually. But uh,
0: what is it called? Trussing when you when you trussing take, yeah it, yeah is mm-hmm. that when you take like a
1: you tie it up
0: yeah uh huh truss yeah okay. Yeah. They do yeah. that with rotisserie chickens, and I, o- I often get annoyed because I can't figure out how to untruss it. It's wrapped around the drumstick so well, mm. usually, that it's kind of trouble sometimes to untruss it.
1: Well, I trust The deaf
0: dining rule is that you should never be able to finish an entree of shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. moussaka, yeah. or lasagna without being made uncomfortably full.
1: That is all true, because if you eat a whole order of any of those things, you will feel stuffed.
0: I think that's truer of lasagna than the others, because mm-hmm. lasagna has pasta, which is heavy and sort of lays there. I think, I think that mashed potatoes is not as heavy as, as pasta. You haven't tried that, uh, that lasagna that I brought back from Moe's Pizza, have you?
1: No, I don't remember even seeing seeing it or It's hearing it. uh
0: it's good. It's sweet. And I'm not a fan of a sweet red sauce. Oh yeah, it, I, I remember it, that's, that. That's that's yeah. the thing that yeah. that I is an overwhelming thought that I have about it. Mhm. James Lewis Kraft was born today in 1874. He founded the Kraft Cheese Company. Which renamed itself Kraft Foods in the 40s. His flagship product was an inexpensive processed cheese, with a long shelf life. He named oh. it American, American cheese. American
1: cheese. That's where it all started.
0: Uh, at first, the public rejected it. Well, that that was showed good sense. But after Kraft sold six million pounds of the stuff to the army, a taste for it grew. Mm-hmm. The depression increased its popularity even more because of its low price and nutritional value and it remains everywhere.
1: That's true and uh, for a long time uh, it, it was thought of as just this is the standard cheese of the world and people would go and get the thin sliced white or orange uh, sliced cheese. It's not
0: really orange, it's sort of pale, pale yellow. Pale
1: yellow. Yes. and uh, And there you would have it and What do you do with it? If you were to give it to somebody who actually knew anything about cheese, which in those days was not very many people, you would try it and say, God, this is nothing. Back in France, we had this and this and this. Oh, can
0: you imagine French people trying American cheese for the first time? Yeah. That must be traumatic. Um, I have this thing about American cheese, which I've said too many times, but I have to say Say that the Shake Shack Burger. Yeah. With its American cheese oozing out is not an unappealing thing to me. No? No. Processed cheese, like American cheese, mm-hmm. I have this thing about, another thing, about food going to waste. It's yeah. very troublesome to me. So mm-hmm. we had a party once, and there was a cheese tray. And it had a lot of processed cheeses on it, and they were white and they were yellow. Anyway, I decided to take all of those cheeses and put them in a saucepan and melt them down, and it turned out to be a really great queso, actually. Mm-hmm. There, was some, be, yeah. there was some pepper jack in there, and there was some American cheese, and I think that processed cheeses definitely melt better. Than other cheeses, and I don't even want to think of why that is. I, it's like I—it's like I don't—I have to block it out of my mind because I'm sure there's some chemical process in there.
1: Yeah, I think you're right about that. Uh, Somebody—I would, I would keep my, my
0: Somebody sent me a uh, a note that I—they had read the account of the macaroni and cheese that we did for Thanksgiving, which was the least good version of our mac and cheese ever for a reason that i'm not going to go into here but um most of it had to do with the fact that it was the purchasing of the cheese took place too late and there wasn't a lot of option out there for the kinds of cheese to use also it was kind of a hectic day that morning anyway um so her her Recipe, she sent a recipe to me because she said that her mac and cheese is. Uh, the best ever. No, 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 because no, everybody thinks it's mac ever. and cheese. No, but she said, I, I want to offer you this mac and cheese recipe like I had given up on mine. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't given up on mine. It just happened to be a bad batch of it huh. for reasons that I, I know, so we'll just have to avoid that next time. But she said that she uses Velveeta in her mac and cheese, and she... Rightly assumed that I would be horrified by that, although that's not what she said. And she said that chefs have told her that they use Velveeta in their mac and cheese, oh, which there's a lot is of that a very, of that. very distressing idea to me because I, I, I'll never forget giving Velveeta to one of our dogs once and mm. watching the dog try to swallow Velveeta. Kind of gave me the creeps. Mm. So, anyway, processed cheese is uh, not something that I want to eat a lot of, but uh, Kraft and the American cheese reminded me of that story. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Doug is signaling that we're at the end of the show. Count Basie.
1: Yes. That's what you're listening to, and that concludes our broadcast. Another
0: broadcast.
1: We'll be in here again tomorrow, as far as I know. Hopefully and, with a headset. And, uh, yes, we will get the uh, <laughs> en- engineers to take a look at this and see what we Have can a do.
0: wonderful evening, everyone. Hope you have a great meal. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,